welcome to today's podcast. I'm so excited that I get to bring this to you today. Uh, it's been quite a while, I'm sure, and I believe you've been enjoying every single um, a session that we've been able to have. I'm so excited, I can't, I can't stop that. But I'm so, like, so, so, so happy. Yes, so um, today we'll be talking about something unique, and I want you to embrace yourself and get ready for this. So here we go. We'll be talking about God's rule concerning sex. And I know it would be a good thing uh, for you who's listening to this because it's really, really important. There are certain rules that God has given besides him creating sex, but he's given us rules for it. Yeah, so um, this is where, where I want to start from. So you see, to protect the wonderful gift of sex, God has given Satan rules of commandments. So I'm, I'm just going to ask us to consider some of these. So the first one is avoid fornication. See, fornication is voluntary sexual intercourse between an unmarried person. Hear me out. An unmarried person and, uh, and, and leads to sin. So it could, it's an unmarried man and unmarried woman. You are not married, but you're consenting to having sexual intercourse. That is fornication, and God doesn't allow us to do that. He created sex specifically for marriage. You see, this sin has a disastrous consequence. The consequences come. The Bible actually tells us this, that the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord. So flee fornication. Run. Flee is in between running and flying. Flee fornication. He that commits fornication sins against his own body. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 13 and 18. And uh, I know sometimes you could be uh, in such a hard spot where you feel your hormones are raging as a young person, as a teenager, as a, a young adult. But this is what I want you to understand, that God has given us the opportunity and the ability to be able to fight these things. There is nothing that is greater than us that we can handle. When it comes, we believe that God can give us a way out. Prepare your mind. Think different. Choose not to fornicate. Choose not to fornicate. Because when you make that choice, things get unique and different as well. So the second rule is do not cause others to sin. So you see, the first thing is uh, it's, it's, it's avoid fornication. And all that starts in the mind. You think and you do. Now this two, uh, the second one says that do not cause others to sin. The Bible says that it is sin for a man to lust after a woman in his heart. Same the other way around. It's likewise a sin on the part of the woman to deliberately dress and act in a way so as to cause a man to lust. So some girls dress and act in such ways as to cause young men to lust after them. They say that is their problem. You see, it's, a, <laughs> it's really common because I know that's what um, uh, 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 girls do. Of course, it's not bad to dress to, to, to be smart and be elegant. But what, this is what I can say. Sometimes the intention of your dress code really needs to stand out. 
Why would you want to dress the way you're dressing? Why would you want to chew the way you are chewing? Why do you want to walk the way you are walking? Those are very, very important things you need to consider because it's really, really, really serious. Like really serious. And I hope you, you get to, to understand that as well. So, um, you see, so the Bible says that it is sin for a man to lust after a woman and for a, a woman to deliberately dress in a way uh, that, uh, um, that's, 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 that causes a guy to lust. Please think about others. Think about others. It's something I always tell myself and what I've been able to learn throughout my life as a teenager, as a young adult, that everything I do has an intention behind. Even the good or the best things I want to do have an intention behind. So I will make, cho- I will make a choice to, to dress smart. I love ripped jeans, but I will be decent with my ripped jeans. I like tight pants, but I'm going to be decent with it. I'll make sure I, 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 I keep away people from, from making sure they get to see my body being revealed to them. Um, um, I, I like maybe looking a certain way or smelling a certain way. And all that is not supposed to entice another person. But it's just to make me look good and be happy. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow myself to cause other friends of mine to sin. Then the third one is, do not let others cause you to sin. We've seen it. Music. You listen to music and you're like, oh my God, it's music that caused me to sin. You're there like, oh my God, the movie I watched caused me to sin. There was, there was a scene in the movie that was so sexual. Or there was a lot of kissing and all that. And I can't handle that. Um... You, you could have been like, oh my God, there, there's someone who was walking and talking to me and, and there's a way they were talking to me or the way they were chewing and looking at me and the way they're sitting. The thing is, don't let others cause you to sin. Run, flee, move. Jesus said, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. That is John 8, 34. So some who have gone into sexual immorality take pleasure in dragging others down to their level. Be wise. They talk about being free to do what they want to do. Just like someone would be like, I am free, FYI. I can do whatever I want to do. It's a free world. Not really. See, so while all the times they are in bondage to their sin yet, you see. So the Bible says it clearly that while they promise others liberty, they themselves are slaves to sin. Second Peter 2.19 slaves to sin you can't tell yourself that you you will be okay because you're watching pornography no you can't tell yourself "Ah, i'm going to be fine because i'm listening to just the beat of the secular music you won't be fine because whatever they talk about is lustful it comes from that place power sex and money and then rule number four i want to just talk about five rules so rule number four I'm going to actually talk about the eight rules. So rule number four says avoid abnormal sexual desires. Any deviation from the normal man-woman sexual relationship is a misuse and abuse of sexual nature which God implanted in us. In his word, this is what God says. If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, 
both of them have committed an abomination. The word is abomination, sin. That's Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13. So the Bible says that God destroyed the city of Sodom and Gomorrah because of their widespread practice of homosexuality. So God's word says that this is a warning to all that live ungodly. See Second Timothy, I mean Second Peter 2.6. So it's very important for you as an individual, as a young person. Of course, would you want to, do you think you can get to have that passion because of the, the things we get to watch these days? Yes, it can come. But avoid them, push them away, pray about it. No one was designed in a, in a, in a different body. Most times that's what people, like most of the people say. Oh, I was actually supposed to be female, but I ended up in a male's body. Or oh, I was supposed to be male and I ended up in a female's body. So I need to change. I need to become the, the other person who, like, I need to be comfortable with me. No, that's a lie from the pits of hell. Because God doesn't make mistakes. God has plans. He knows that you are supposed to be male and he made you male. Currently, we have movies that are indoctrinating us music that is indoctrinating us and it's okay somehow because this that's what people say it's not okay like like god is not weird to create man and woman he would have actually done man and man in another universe and woman and woman in another universe and life would have been better that way but he made a choice to create man and woman and put them in one place called earth so whatever plan the enemy has that doesn't work this is a statement i always say you think if it breaks god's heart do you think it can fill your void do you think it can fill your void if it breaks god's heart think about it you may have the desires find help talk to someone let them pray for you let them encourage you but at the end of the day, you have a choice to make. That choice is in your hands and you have what it takes for it to be made. And rule number five says, do not tease. Teasing is arousing sexual desires in another person, which you can not legitimately fulfill. We are not to light the fires of passion in another person. This is sin in God's sight. I hate it or I don't love it when I get to sit around people who talk sexual stuff which are enticing and it's, 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 it's belittling another person. It doesn't go on well. It doesn't go on well at all. So it's very, very important that your words, the text you send are not sexual text to your friend. Or maybe the words you speak should not be that way. And six says that rule number six says keep yourself pure. This means that you are to avoid all sexual immorality. There is no greater gift you can give your future husband or wife when you marry than <coughs> sorry, than the gift of purity. This applies to fellows as well as guys. Girls and fellows, it's very important for you to take yourself serious. The gift you have to give your husband or the gift you need to give your wife. So, it's very important for you to think about it that way. 
your purity is important so as a guy the gift you have for your wife is your purity and as a lady the gift you have for your husband is purity keep yourself pure that's the greatest gift you can give your spouse and rule number 7 says do not give or take that which one day may rightfully belong to another it's something i tell myself every single day of course <clears throat> sometimes i get young people who get to 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 to, to me and they're like um to call me uncle so uncle morris when are you getting married why you already old you should actually start dating and what i'm like i'm not just going to date someone well, i'm not going to marry I believe dating is getting to know someone who they are and that happens daily. I don't need to be in a secluded place or like a, 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 a I don't know how I can say it like in a place where I'm like okay I'm now going to date let's go out I don't believe in that. I believe dating happens every single day when I'm getting to know people around me getting to know the girls around me because one day out of the many people i've known and have understood and known their lives i will make a choice and be like i'm going to take this and i'm going to to ask her out into courtship which will lead into marriage so it's very very important for you to think about those relationships those toxic relationships you're in hopefully thinking you're going to get married to them one day which is not even true you yourself as a young person you know you're not going to get married to them but you still go ahead and say I just like them. I like their eyebrows. It's infatuation of course, attraction and lust. So one thing that is so wrong about fornication is that those who engage in it are giving or taking that which one day may rightfully belong to someone else. The guy who gives up his purity is taking from his future wife that which rightfully belongs to her. The girl who gives her purity is taking from her future husband that which rightfully belongs to him. Their partners are likewise guilty. So God will judge those who do these things. So the Bible says it clearly that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter because the Lord is the avenger of all such. 1 Thessalonians 4:6 And then lastly rule number 8 says avoid things which stir up lust avoid them run away from them The Bible warns us against the dangers of stimulating the sex drive outside of marriage The Bible says it clearly that flee youthful lust 2 Timothy 2:22 Make sure you tell yourself and tell yourself I want So the way you can flee youthful lust is to turn totally away from anything that leads to last last may look harmless but it's a deadly enemy some of you you know you, you struggle you know that when i watch a movie where there's kissing my sex drive increases run flee stop when you listen to certain music your sex drive is pushed up run fly you may be with a group of friends who speak sexual stuff and it, it stimulates you and gives your sex drive increases run because it can lead to danger so suppose a fellow has a date tonight before going out on he reads a magazine which is designed to produce lust 
he looks at a picture i mean at pictures which stimulate his sexual desire he listens to music which has both words and beats which produce lust interesting there are beats actually that produce lust there are beats that entice you to sing to start seeing things and think sexually he picks up a girl i mean his girl to go to a movie guess what movie they attend one full of lust designed to stir up sexual passions is he fleeing youthful lust then says no he's promoting them so after the movie they park in a secluded place both have already been aroused by what they have seen and heard they engage in petting and pecking and and before long they are having sex should they be surprised when this happened no they shouldn't they should not it is logical outcomes it's the logical outcome of what they went before the the things they've done before so the bible says can a man take fire in his bosom and his cloth not be burned can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned proverbs 6:27 and 28 think about it just as you can't walk on fiery coals and not be burned burned so you can't commit continually seek and submit to sexual stimulation without sinning you will end up sinning you watch crazy movies that don't glorify god and your heart guess what you will fall into sin you will fall into sin i want to say thank you so much for this uh, to li- uh, for you who has listened to this podcast the young person who has listened to this the parent to this amazing category of young person who has listened to this podcast thank you so much and i hope this gets to help you the eight rules that god talks about one is avoid fornication two do not cause others to sin three do not let others cause you to sin four avoid abnormal sexual desires five do not tease six keep yourself pure seven do not give or take that which one day may rightfully belong to another and then eight avoid things which stir up lust thank you so much for tuning to my podcast and have a good good time till next time